there are um, some of us who like to plan out um, our day-to-day lives. I actually dated a guy um, back in the day that was like that. He um, Really? Yes. Tell me more. I said back in the day. <laughs> God, you making me better. You making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. God, you making me better. You making me better. And you choose to do it however, whenever, wherever. What's up, God, everybody? This is Marriage at Golgotha, where our focus is building on a Christ-centered marriage. I am Felicia, and I am, as always, joined here with my loving boo thing, the infamous sexual chocolate, Gosh. Wayne Penn Jr. What's up, babe? Hey, <laughs> I just like to put you on the spot like that. How you, you doing, honey? You do. You do. Because you know how I am about not liking to be in the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm good. I can't complain. Awesome. How about you? I'm doing good. Doing good. Um, excited to be on another episode of M at G. Um, and we are talking about plans today. Mm-hmm. Talking about planning. I think this is um, important. It's essential to a, a uh, successful marriage. Um, but not just talking about um, planning in a marriage, but um, whether you're dating, um, even in your own personal lives, um, you know, there's mm-hmm. some level of planning that takes place. There is. Whether you are a person who, um, I guess like a type A person um, that kind of likes to plan out everything. Yeah, I don't know anybody <laughs> like that. Whatever. Um, so, or if you're a person who's just like, mm, I know what I'm going to do tomorrow, but I don't necessarily need to write it down. I know what I want to do a year from now, but I don't necessarily have to write it down. Um, mm, that sounds familiar to me, too. Know. So, <laughs> there are um, some of us who like to plan out um, our day to day lives. I actually dated a guy um, back in the day that was like that. He um, Really? Yes. Tell me more. I said back in the day. (laughs) But he used to, like, he was big on planning Mm. his day hour by hour. Ah, okay. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. So, like, OCD? Uh, Somewhat, yeah. Uh, It just, you know, it kind of, I was like, at first I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. But then after a couple of dates, I'm like, "Mm, nah, not really good. But, um... Anyhow, again, I think it's really important when we're talking about planning. Um, And then, of course, we have, you know, our own individual plans. And Mm -hmm. then, of course, there, as we say, is, is, you know, ultimately God's plan is the most important plan, um, I believe, you know, that we should be following um, for our lives. And I think some people will kind of underappreciate, you know, uh, planning. Yeah. Um, underappreciate people having a plan because they're like, you know, you don't need to plan out everything when you're following God. And yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Like, yeah. you know, just, you know, God will lead you and yeah. he'll guide you wherever you need to go. Yeah. So you don't need to, you know, yeah. have necessarily this plan, so to speak. But we want to be deep and spiritual. We yeah. Like stuff yeah. Like that. We over-spiritualize it. And yeah, I agree. It's, I agree. It, it gets kind of crazy. But um, I think, you know, um, there are advantages um, definitely to um, having plans, um, whether because, you know, we plan uh, to buy a house, we plan to mm-hmm. um, go to college, we plan to 
uh, get married. We plan to have children. Right. There are things in our lives that we planned yeah. to do. Um, while we might necessarily might not necessarily write it out, yeah, um, or have a detailed plan, but I think you know it's human nature sometimes to to plan things out. It is. It um, is. I, I think honestly, even people who aren't quote unquote organized, mm-hmm. you know, that don't write yeah. out plans and have calendars full of stuff and they're not quote unquote type a or whatever yeah i think we still naturally plan things yes yeah you know it's we, we kind of have an idea in our heads even if we don't organize it per se we have an idea mm-hmm. in our heads of how our day is going to go what we're looking to do during that day so I, I think it really comes more naturally to plan than we think even yeah. when we're trying to be spiritual and say you know well i'm following god's plan even then we have an idea in our heads of what god's plan is yeah <laughs> and we'll get to that later but yeah yeah, yeah. And so I think it's, it's just really important when it comes to planning, because this question came about when someone said, you know, um, they had a question about why it's important for us to follow God's plan versus mm-hmm. the plans that someone else may have for you. Yeah. And I thought about, you know, of course, Corey and Cammie thought about our children and how as parents, we sometimes make make plans for our children. Yeah, we do. You know, we plan for them to go to college and then they say, oh, I don't want to go to college. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, um, we plan for them to, hey, I'm going to have this nice big sweet 16 for you and, or this 18th birthday party or something. And they're like, well, no, that's not really what I want. Like right. we start making plans. Yeah. Um, for them, mm-hmm. um, you know, and when I think in actuality, some of those plans are actually just our plans or plans that we probably didn't get to to make, um, or we didn't really get to live out those things for ourselves. Yeah. So we plan them sometimes for our children. Mm-hmm. But um, I-, I thought about you know how sometimes. As parents, we plan for a son or a daughter to take over our businesses. True. Um, <laughs> you know, we plan for them, hey, I want you to, you know, live on this land because this is the family's land. And right. I want you to, you know, to stay here, to stay home or whatever. Um, you know, just, just different aspects of planning that, you know, we make sometimes for other people. Mm. And they decide, you know what, I'm going to make a detour. I'm going to go down. You know, this road, this is not really the plan that, you know, that I have for my life. Yeah. Um, I want to, you know, follow a different path. Right. And sometimes that's really, really hard to accept. And then as that person who's saying, no, I'm, I'm going this way, there's some guilt that's probably left there. And it's like, you know, they really wanted me to do this. Yeah. And now I feel like I'm, I'm choosing between my plan and, and, the, and, and their, their plan, plan and perhaps I'm letting them down in some way yeah. and you know they'll, they'll disappoint a lot of people if I don't go with this you know prescribed plan for me and you know what yeah I, I, I think we both experienced that in a lot of ways yeah. Um, but yeah so, I, I, think that, I think that's really the only negative about having a plan is not being open to either your plan being altered or somebody else's plan being altered Yeah. you know like when we hold so um, forcefully to the plans that we have for our children mm-hmm. as any adult probably has experienced well I can't say any as many adults I'd say have experienced when they perhaps gone a different route from what mm-hmm. their parents had in mind it created some friction it probably created you know some some potholes in the relationship maybe like you said you know you felt guilt or shame or you know just anxiety 
perhaps feeling like you know you let them down or mm-hmm. something like that um we've experienced that as children so yeah. i mean i think that's important to keep in mind when we're kind of burdening our children with our plans mm-hmm. you know so i really it's when you're trying to hold so tightly to a plan that you're not open to change, that's probably the only time that a plan is problematic. Aside from that, plans are not bad. Yeah, it's it's important just to allow um, space, like you said, mm-hmm. for God to you know to God. alter that plan. Yeah. Um, sometimes and um, realizing that you know what, even in my own plan, sometimes it can take a detour. Right. Um, you might not necessarily get there. <laughs> At mm-hmm. the time that you plan to get there, um, the exact way that you plan to get there, but eventually you'll get there. It's just, you know, some things might happen to throw you off course a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it may take a longer, you know, as far as time is concerned with mm-hmm. you getting there. If it's a two or three year plan, it might take you four to five years to yeah. get there. You, you, um, may, you may be working with different people yeah. than you anticipated. Um, there's all kinds of things that can change. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, just realizing that and then... Um, also realizing that, you know what, I might have picked the wrong plan, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, um, That this might actually not be the best plan right. <laughs> right. Um, for you, you know. Um, of course, I plan to, to finish school. I plan to, you know, hey, I'm going to uh, do A, B, C, and mm-hmm. D. This is the order that I want to get married. This is the order I want to have children. Mm-hmm. And my plan took a detour. And yeah. then I've also had plans that I've made. Um, and I realized, you know what, this is probably not the best plan for me. And there have been times when God has said to me, I'm going to interrupt your plan. Yep. You know, because this is the route that I want you to take. Mm-hmm. This is the route that someone else may want you to take. But I want you to follow me right. towards this path. Yeah. Well, you know. I think that's an interesting question that all of us can take the time to ask. Particularly when it comes to saying that we're following God's plan. We really just need to honestly ask ourselves, is this God's plan or is this what I think is God's plan? Yeah. Because those are two radically different things. <laughs> it's God's plan may not be what you think it is and even if you felt some kind of inspiration like from scripture or perhaps from um preacher or somebody you know saying you know this is what you're going to do this is what you're called to do there's nothing wrong with those things but even with that as confident as you might be in you know leaving an altar call with somebody having prophesied over your life or whatever and again nothing wrong with that not disparaging it in any way even then, you still have to be open to God saying, nope. <laughs> yeah, because I think sometimes we just put a label on something and said that it's God's plan. Yes. Yeah. We just feel, like you said, this inspiration or mm-hmm. we're just like, hey, I really want to do this. Right. This excitement, you know, that's burning inside or we see an idea and it looks really great. Mm-hmm. We see someone else doing it or somebody else told you, hey, it's, it's a great idea. This is what you should do. I see this gift in you or this talent. And you want to run with it. And so we put God's, you know, name on it. Yeah. As um, if it's some, you know, uh, ethereal stamp of approval. Yeah. Like it, it automatically makes it okay if I say, hey, this is what God wants. Right. And it's, it's sometimes it's a good sell to people. Right. Like, you know, <laughs> hey, <laughs> this is what God told me to do. Oh, and bless I'm the Lord. I can't, I can't say none of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, I think it also makes it easy to say to people uh well if you're not following my plan that you know god has for me 
then I can just cut you off. You know, we, yeah. do, we do that a lot. You oh, know? Yeah. E- even with people that are not believers, the whole cancel thing where if you don't agree with me or if you don't go along with me, you're immediately labeled a hater. Mm-hmm. And so you're you got to cut people from your circle that don't agree with you, that don't line up. And that's not that's not always good because God may have people in your life that are there to check you and to say, hey, this is not a good idea. And you have to be willing to listen to people like that. Yeah. So I think here's a question, you know, that some people may have, like, how do I know that um, this is the plan that God has for me? How do I know I'm following God's plan? Mm, Interesting. It's interesting because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. And this may be an answer that a lot of people don't like. Okay. Um, To say that, you know, or ask the question, how do I know what God's plan for me is? Okay. You have to be comfortable or learn how to get comfortable with a a certain level of uncertainty. Oh, wow. I don't like that because I'm a planner. Right. But you're right. I get it. I get it. But, I mean, the reason why I say that is... First of all, if you want to look through scripture, God rarely gives people all the details at once. Mm-hmm. He doesn't sit you down and give you this blueprint for the rest of your life yeah. and say, okay, if you just follow this blueprint, everything's going to pan out. I think that's what we want. Yeah. When we yeah, <laughs> that's what I That's what I would like for yeah. God to just be like, here you go, Felicia. Right. Follow this roadmap, baby. Exactly. And, and eventually you're going to come to me. Yeah. And you're going to come to your purpose. Exactly. <laughs> That, that, that's exactly <laughs> it's right. It's not gonna happen. So, so you know, like, and, and particularly us church people, you know, like we we so when we ask for prayer about, you know, what's God's plan for my life, we we want God to just hit us one day with this epiphany and say, boom, this is the plan for the rest of your life, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And we we not have to seek Him anymore or experience any other moments of uncertainty in our lives. We we just want that comfort zone of, all right, I got it, I know it. And that's it. So would it be, let me ask you this question, would it be safe to say that sometimes um, God may give us a plan for certain aspects of our life? Yeah. Um, he may say, okay, yeah, this is the plan. Or he may confirm to you, okay, this is a good plan. You're mm-hmm. on the right track. And there are certain times when that might not happen. And that's when we have to be open to uncertainty like we're not gonna know yeah it's i think it's a both and thing okay it's not okay. an either, it's not or, either thing. or and I'm, I'm not saying it's an expert i'm saying this as a young man 35 years old who's lived a little while mm-hmm. and has experienced times where my plans got shattered or I, I really just had to kind of seek god in moments of like just complete uncertainty like not knowing anything of where i was going the direction of my career mm-hmm. you know some sometimes in our marriage, honestly, there's yeah. been levels of uncertainty about whether things are going to work out. Um, the kids, um, just just all kind of stuff. And you have to understand, I, I believe that God is not going to give you any kind of plan that's going to take away your need to depend on Him. Gotcha. So if He gives you the plan outright, and then you just kind of go your merry way and not come back to Him again. Mm-hmm. That, that's not that's not that's not his desire yeah. his, his desire is for you to walk with him and for him to walk you through you know your your life step by step by step it's, it's a dependency so it's I, I guess I would venture to say that communication um, definitely is, is an important aspect and, yeah. and if, if you want to know you know what is the plan that God has for me or how do I know mm-hmm. that I'm on the right track even if yeah. I've created my own plan that this aligns with 
what it is that God wants me to do with right. my life. Right. I agree. Communication is um, key. Yeah. So I guess, you know, maybe, um, of course, prayer, mm -hmm. um, communication, you know, with God, um, like I said, is important. And just asking, you know, I think I think it's okay to say, you know, God, this is what I would like to do. That's perfectly Does fine. Does this align with what you ultimately have created for me to do yeah and in, then you have this life and then you have to be comfortable with him maybe not answering right away <laughs> and you just kind of sitting in that tension for however long he decides to to do it i mean we here at marriage at Golgotha mm -hmm. cannot prescribe yes, yes. <laughs> this this you know clear-cut foolproof way for you to know god's plan for your life yeah yeah i, I think it's also important to leave um like we, we might have said this before, but leaving that open space, mm -hmm. you know, no, we can to say, that. Yeah. Um, you know what, God, this is what I would ultimately love to do. This mm -hmm. is what excites me. This is what I believe I'm gifted at, or this is what I know I'm gifted at. Yeah. But I'm leaving the doors open for you to come in and alter my life, however, you know, you see fit, because... I've made the choice to, you know, to serve you. I love this relationship that I have with you. Right, right. So whatever it is that you desire, you know, for me to do, that's what I'm going to do. And <laughs> that might not always feel good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think that's important, too, in recognizing that um, the plan that God has for your life may not be as easy as you think it should be. Um, it's going to be some bumps and some bruises True. down the way, possibly. Um, it may be something that completely takes you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, you know. Oh, yeah. So I, I think that's important as, as well. And Definitely. then it's also important on the opposite end to not get so caught up in our plans. And I remember there's a really popular book, The Purpose Driven Life. Yeah. Um, you know, that was a good book. I, I read it myself. Mm -hmm. I had the journal and everything. But what I think I saw with a lot of people is that we were getting so caught up into my plan exactly. and my purpose. Exactly. Um, you know, it, it, it just became like a self-serving, you it, know. It, yeah, <laughs> it, it can grow into that. You know, it, yeah. yeah, you kind of lose touch with, even though you think, you know, like I said, we will put God's name on it. Mm -hmm. But... If it doesn't really, if it wasn't something that gave me that glow up or that, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, um, hey, look at what Felicia's doing. Hey, yeah. look at what so-and-so's doing. If it wasn't like a light shining on it. Right. Sometimes we tend to, oh, no, that's not. Oh, that's not God's what, plan. Yeah, that's that not can't God's be plan. It. That right. can't be because <laughs> I don't want to be in a dungeon. I don't want to be right. in the dark. I want everybody to see what I'm doing. Come on now. Um, so it's like. I think it's it's just important to make sure that we um, are not so caught up into you know my plans and again my purpose. Yeah. Um, I think I think that kind of helps with that as well. Yeah, there are a couple of scriptures that come to mind. One, uh, probably the most popular when it comes to you with know God's plan. Jeremiah. Yeah, twenty nine eleven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, that's funny. I didn't even have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> you already knew. No, you right. know. For I know the plans that I have for your life, saith the Lord. You know, thoughts of peace and this and that. And yeah. um, it's a lovely verse. Uh, but, you know, like a lot of verses, we tend to take it out of context. Mm -hmm. um, if you read like the previous verses, God was really reaffirming the fact that his plan overruled any of the 
false prophecies that the children of Israel were getting yeah. from, you know, false prophets. They So they, just to kind of give, you know, a small context, they were basically in Babylon. Mm-hmm. They'd been there for some years and they heard all these false prophets coming up to them saying, you know, God's going to deliver you. God's going to bring you out soon. You know, touch your people and say you're coming out. You know, that kind <laughs> yeah. of stuff. I mean, that's what they were hearing, basically. Yeah. And they were getting all excited. They were getting pumped and you know, oh, God's going to deliver us. You know, we just got to believe, got to believe. And God kind of sticks his finger in it and says, nah, um, mm-hmm. get married. Let your sons and your daughters marry, you know, build gardens, invest, get your roots in because y'all going to be here a while. Yeah, you got to do some work. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then from there, he says, for I know the plans that I have. Yes. So the emphasis was really, you know, not necessarily on the peace and prosperity that God has in mind for mm-hmm. us as it was on the fact that. I have a plan that I have prescribed for my people and you can't listen to everybody Mm -hmm. just because they sound like they're speaking on my behalf. That was the emphasis of that scripture. And I think that's important because when we have a a good idea or something that we feel like is, you know, aligned with our quote unquote purpose or destiny, you know, we we throw those words around Mm -hmm. all the time, you know, in church circles, we got to be careful that we don't make the mistake of trying to garner all of these people around us that think the same way, that feel the same way, that are essentially yes people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. You go get it. You you go do it. You, you, you just, that's, that's going to be dangerous. Yeah. Because you might have a plan formulated in your head that you think is aligned with God's plan. And it might not be a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's just that it may not be exactly what God is looking for you to do. And if you have people in your ear all the time reaffirming a mistaken plan, mm-hmm. that's dangerous. Yeah, and that's why it's so important for you to have a personal relationship for sure um, for yourself with God mm-hmm. to um, know and understand. Um, you know how do I go? Yeah. <laughs> how do I go and how do I communicate with God and seek an answer? That's important. Yeah, that is it's important. It's nothing wrong with, you know, wise counsel. I think that's important too. If anything, I think you, that's underappreciated you know, too. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. But um, I, I think it's still important that we have enough wisdom to know, okay, right. when this is false prophecy or mm. when this is just a scheme, a scam, or this is just. Yeah. Um, you know, someone trying to hype me up, right, right. <laughs> so to speak, or they have an ulterior motive for saying, That's yeah, this too. is the plan that you should follow. That's true. I, it's important to know that, you know what, I'm on the right path. You know, of course, again, there may be some detours. Things might not go as planned. Sure. But ultimately, God is in control. He is. He of is. of my plan, yeah. so to speak. Yeah, there was another scripture that came to my mind. It's not my plan, it's his plan. Yeah, there was another scripture that came to my mind, too. Um... Romans 8 and 29, Mm -hmm. it's right after, you know, one of the more quoted scriptures, you know, um, (laughs) you know, all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, to those who are called according to his purpose. Um, And then Romans 8 and 29 says, for whom he foreknew, then he predestinated um, to be conformed to the image of the son. One thing that's kind of strikes me about that verse is the word predestinated. Um, And I'm not here to get into like, you know, a theological debate with some people. It's all right. But... um, the root word of that one of the words that is the root word of that word is destiny and we hear all the time about god's destiny for your life and but i think we ascribe destiny wrongly to a bunch of like worldly success yeah like destiny means i'm gonna start my own business Mm -hmm. i'm gonna write a book i'm gonna 
if I'm a musician or a singer, you know, my songs are going to minister to the nations. Mm-hmm. You know, we've heard all this yes, before. Yes. <laughs> you know? It's your destiny to be great. It's your, <laughs> it's your destiny to be great and mm-hmm. successful and, and known and on display. And it's like we forget Jesus, you know, being the greatest of us all. Yes. Right. Yes. Started off his ministry, you know, had 12 people. It, it blew up for a second. And he goes from thousands of followers or whatever to like, what, four people at yeah. the cross? Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, the whole greatness idea that we have in our minds doesn't match up with like Jesus's narrative. Yeah. So we got to be careful with that. Um, As far as destiny is concerned, I think an, a, a good, reasonable, clear way to look at it is, okay, is my proposed destiny that I have in my mind actually making me more like Jesus? Yes. Is, is what I'm planning, is what I'm trying to put into place leading to me perhaps becoming more Christ-like? Because um, again, Romans 8 29 says, mm-hmm. you know, those he foreknew, he predestinated yeah. to be conformed to the image of the Son. So one way to kind of maybe gauge that you're maybe in line with God's plan is, is the route that I'm going making me more like Jesus? Yeah. And that may include bumps mm-hmm. and detours and you know actually having to work with people that i don't like or don't gel with me or whatever exactly is it making me more like christ i think that's a good question to ask it definitely is so one of the things i thought about is um even when looking at our marriages um and looking at the divorce rate separation Mm. um rate it's amazing to me how couples will say hey i you know we had to go our separate ways or we divorced because um we realize that we don't have the same plan or we don't have the same Uh, purpose. uh And it's obvious that we've forgotten, you know, what the purpose of marriage is. It's not Mm. so much about you fulfilling your individual, you know, purpose (laughs) or your individual plans that you have, you know, God designed marriage, (laughs) you know, so it's it's just amazing to me how, um, people will you'll say, well, um, just, you know, I have a different plan. I have a different, you know, a different purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, too, it, if we're not careful, we can um, look at the person that, you know, we're in a relationship with or married to and kind of disqualify them just because they don't fall in line with the plans, you know, that we had in mind before we got with them as if as if God can't make people that have different goals and ambitions gel yeah like i I, again i I think that people look at the scripture you know where people being unequally yoked means that well if they don't have the same goals and aspirations as you do look i don't care how similar you are Mm -hmm. you're still going to disagree with people at some point oh yeah definitely you know in a marriage like me and fee if i think one of the reasons honestly why we came together with this podcast is because of the fact we had a lot of differences. We had a lot of differences and we wanted something to do in common that would basically protect us in a sense from allowing those different aspirations or whatever to create a divide or a separation. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with having different aspirations or goals. We're individuals yeah. and God made us like that. And God can also take those different goals and aspirations and still make a marriage work. Um, I just think, again, going back to, we keep bringing up the whole openness thing. Honey. Yeah. I mean, you have to be open to God putting his hand in there and saying the direction that you thought you wanted to go is, is, is not what I have for you. Let me bring it back in line and basically just 
put things back together. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And I think, you know, in, in your marriage, realizing also that some things that you might have planned, um, you know, as a couple before before you got married, maybe it was doing your engagement. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like even doing your first year of marriage. This is what we want to do. Um, but realizing that, you know what, some changes are going to take place. Yeah. Um, and if you're a Christian family um, and, and God is, you know, the center of that family, some things are going to get altered. Some things are so, going to change and you have to be open to that. Right. That things are not always going to be um, blissful, so to speak. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just being willing to kind of tough it out mm-hmm. um, and endure the, those those changes those yeah. things that are gonna just kind of throw you off balance a little bit yeah definitely and sometimes it just takes you um having the integrity to say you know what i have I've been following a plan that yeah. <laughs> really doesn't involve god god's plan um for my life i've been following a plan that someone else has prescribed for me mm-hmm. um you know something that it really doesn't involve what it is that God wants me to do for my life. It's, yeah. it's being willing to admit that I've been on the wrong path and you may have been doing it for 5, 10, 15, 20 years from now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, I look at sometimes people um, make uh, significant moves in their career choice. Right. And um, they're like, you know what? I've been teaching or I've been... Um, working for such and such company for 20 something years, mm-hmm. but you know, this is really not what God has planned for me, yeah. or I'm not really living my purpose, mm-hmm. you know, um, through this. And not all jobs are gonna involve, yeah, we, we don't want people <laughs> taking away from people, this. No, you know I'm not what? saying quit your job, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you just have to really be honest with yourself. I mean, even in my military career, I've had to, um, reevaluate some things and mm-hmm. say you know what um what can i do to ensure that i'm you know living uh, uh the life that you know god has called me to live right um and so there have been times when i've had to pray and ask god you know give mm-hmm. me those opportunities to witness or give me those opportunities to still fulfill the purpose that you have for me even while i'm you know doing right you know my you know regular nine to five or whatever mm-hmm. so that's important too just just being willing to i guess say you know what god i'm surrendering my plans yeah to you yeah you know? exactly I, I think too to um give maybe a um not a not a, a difference of opinion or view but a different spin on what you're saying mm-hmm. because I, I like what you said about how you want God basically to kind of lead me even in the midst of, you know, my, my military duties or whatever. I think sometimes, um, particularly in the church, we have this, uh, the sacred secular divide where it's like, there are certain things that line up with God's plan for my life and all the other things are just kind of, you know, secondary and Mm -hmm. not sacred, not devoted to God, like particularly with career. So Mm -hmm. we, we look at somebody that works a nine to five, or somebody perhaps is a business person or an accountant mm-hmm. or a doctor or even a, a retail worker, somebody yeah. in a grocery store, something like that. And we'll say, well, that's your secular job. Mm-hmm. That That's something that is outside of, you know, the work that you do for the church or the work that you do for the kingdom. Um, 
I don't see any such distinctions in scripture. <laughs> um, and I think making those distinctions can be problematic because God may have gifted you to be a grocery bagger yeah. or he may have gifted you to be a, a retail worker or an accountant or a garbage man mm-hmm. or wh- whatever, whatever, you know, job that you might find yourself in. Don't think that just because it's not attached to a church or a religious organization that it, it's not a God thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, God can use you wherever he wants to use you. Yes. And yeah. so I think that's important to consider, too, is that, you know, what I might view as like a secular job or something that is outside of the purview of God's kingdom work may actually be right where God wants you to be to do something miraculous. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I like that. I like that. No sacred secular divide there isn't it's all god it's all god it's all god awesome this has been great um excellent i think we can probably dig some more into this yeah we could Uh, this is definitely a um a topic that can expand in so many different areas yes um of our lives indeed yeah but um we just kind of wanted to um talk about it a little bit because i think that's that's a really good question that came to us about how you um, ensure and know that you're following the plan that God has for you and not the plans that someone else has for you or your own personal plans. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, like we said before, there's absolutely nothing wrong with having um, plans, being a planner, but just ensure that um, God um, ultimately has the the final say-so in your planning process. Indeed. Thanks so much, you guys. This has been really awesome. And shout out to our listener, Veronica Robinson. Yes. um, For giving us this awesome question. We appreciate you. Thanks so much. All right. You guys have a good one. Signing off, y'all. Thanks so much for listening to Marriage at Golgotha. We really appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you. This is always phenomenal. It's always wonderful. Mm-hmm. Always fun. Yes, always fun. So, babe, tell them where they can check us out. Well, for starters, you can go to our site. Our site is marriageatgolgotha.com. M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E-A-T-G-O-L-G-O-T-H-A dot com. That's probably the easiest way to listen. We have our podcast episodes page set up with a playlist, and you can go down the episodes however you want, listen in to each episode there. We're also set up on iTunes for our Apple users. For our Android users, we will not hold that against you. We are on Google Podcasts, and uh, for anybody, you can check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. There are a few other casting platforms that we're on as well. We're on Facebook or on Instagram. Follow us there. Like our Facebook page. On Instagram, our handle is M-A-T-G, that's M-A-T-G, underscore podcast. We have a lot of ways to get to us. We want to get it out there, not because we're looking to be famous, but because we really believe God's given us something to say, and we really just like the conversation. That's right. So please remember to keep it real, keep it live, keep Christ in your marriage. But I still got places to go. All I'm trying to say is he the one that's taking me, bro. You took the wheel, homie. I ain't navigating no more. Now I ain't saying I ain't got a say in it all. But I'm chasing him no matter where he's taking me down. That's why I run the race. Yeah, I was breaking his laws. But he's erasing my flowers. Therefore, I came with